Our second scripture reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 22 through 29. Every year at Mars Hill for the mission trip, we get together and we pick a theme, and it comes from scripture. And this uh, scripture came from uh, verses 28. Our theme for this year was living, moving, being. Then Paul stood in the front of the Arapahoes and said, Athenians, I see how extremely religious you are in every way. For as I went through the city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship, I found among them an altar with inscription to an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it, he who is Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in shrines made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything since he himself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. From one ancestor he made all nations to inhabit the whole earth. And he allotted the time of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live, so that they would search for God and perhaps grope for him and find him, though indeed he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. And even some of your own poets have said, For we too are his offsprings. Since we are God's offsprings, we ought not to think that the deity is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and imagination of mortals. This ends the reading of God's holy word. May God add many blessings to the hearing of it. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Amen. As I told the children this past week, we had ten members of this congregation, nine members and one visitor of this congregation, uh, go on our Mars Hill mission trip. I'm going to ask them to stand now. We had Kathy Lambert. Heather Deacon, Hannah Deacon, Jean and Jan Barbado, Sharon Dowdy, Herb Shepard, Sue Kennedy, myself, and then my father came from Mississippi, Dave Deacon. Uh, So let's give them a a round of applause. You guys may be seated. Uh, If you're not familiar with our Mars Hill mission trip, this is our third year participating in it. Uh, It's a mission trip we do in partnership with two other churches, Shadyside Presbyterian Church, which is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a very large church. They brought 40 members. Uh, Christ Memorial Presbyterian Church from Columbia, just up the road, they brought 18 members. And then we are the third church, and we brought 10. And although we're the smallest in number, if you do percentages of the congregation, we had the, the greatest showing. So I was very proud of that. We traveled down to Madison County, North Carolina, Uh, We stay at Mars Hill University. It's about half an hour north of Asheville. We stay in dorms there. There's no air conditioning, but it's not too terrible. And there's kind of two parts to it. Um, the, The majority of adults, children 11 and older, go and work on job sites. We had a total of 68 people attending this year, and there were seven different job sites. And Madison County is the the poorest per capita county in the United States. And we were lucky. Our site was the closest. We were only five minutes from the campus. Some groups had to travel 45 or 50 
minutes, even though it might have only been 20 miles because we are in the mountains and there's no direct way to get anywhere. And we're given our task sheet uh, and we just get there and, and go to work. And there are many Lowe's runs and buying supplies and figuring out what to do and how to repair these homes. And the work is, uh, I, I like to, from what I hear, it's varied. Somehow I've gotten working on floors each year I've gone. Um, but we do all sorts of things uh, on our personal site. We uh, completely refinished a bedroom. We tore up the floors. We uh, laid down Luan, laid uh, underlayment, floating floors, new closet doors, new trim, and even bought new uh, sheets and comforter for the homeowner. We redid their back deck, and then we uh, gutted and tore out rotted floors from the bathroom, uh, repaired some leaks, and refinished that. Uh, the other group is the children's ministry. Children. Ten and under stay back on campus, and there's a, a vacation Bible school type program where they learn about God's love. They learn all sorts of things, and they have a lot of fun. And that's what happens between about 8 and 5, and then we meet every evening for worship. It used to be at 7. At times it was 7.30. At times it was 8. It was kind of a moving target, depending on when teams got back. Uh, our last night, Friday night, when we had to have our work finished, there was one team that didn't get back till almost 830 uh, when quitting time was usually five. Uh, it's an extremely worthwhile week. It's, it's a, a very hard week, but a very fulfilling week. Our scripture was the, the passage I read, and uh, there are four pastors on the trip, and each one preached a sermon on it. And we all took different approaches, which was nice because we didn't collaborate. And John, the youth pastor from uh, Shadyside, gave an example that really touched me that I hadn't thought about. He talked about the verse where it said, God does not need human hands. Because we often think that we're doing God's work when we do mission work, and I think we are. And he likened it to a story from his childhood. I'm not going to retell his story because it, it triggered a mind, or a, to me, a story about Hannah. I enjoy cooking. Heather enjoys cooking. And as such, Hannah has developed a love of cooking. Anytime we're in the kitchen, she will get her stool and she will come and she will want to help. And more times than not, we let her help. Now, when we let her help, cooking takes about twice as long. So the point isn't to actually get help. But the point is to to educate her and to grow in our relationship with her. God doesn't need us to do God's work. But God invites us into God's work so that we can grow closer to God and so that we can learn and experience God's love firsthand. And for me, that's what this week was all about. Our passage says that in God we have our living, our moving, and our very being. And we experienced it this week. I've asked a couple members of the mission team to share their their stories uh, Kathy Lambert's going to speak first. This was her first year going with us. So, uh, Kathy, please come up. Morning. When I was asked to go to Mars Hill last year, I immediately said no. That would be too much for me to do Mars Hill and art music camp close together. As some of you may know, I get stressed and anxious very easily. This year, Chris asked me again and a few other people. They really wanted me to go, and we were pretty convincing, saying that I would have a great experience and that everything would be okay, that I would have fun. 
I said to myself, why not? I'll try it and see what happens. I was given the option to help with the kids or go to a work site. I chose the work site because I like working with my hands and I would be with kids a week afterwards at art and music camp. So at our work site, early on, Scott Hoffman's wife, Ashley, was using a circular saw. I thought, wow, that is so cool. First time I had ever witnessed a woman using power tools. I looked at Scott and said, your wife inspires me. To which he responded, you can do it too if you want. I immediately turned him down because I have a fear of power tools because I'm so accident prone and wanted to stay away from potential dangers. But Scott wasn't taking no for an answer and Ashley had no problem teaching me. Scott was so excited to have a newbie around that he asked Herb to show me how to use the compound sliding miter saw. And Scott showed me how to use the Dremel saw. Also, I used a drill and an electric screwdriver for the first time. It was a great feeling to slowly overcome some of my fears. There was a sermon given on Thursday night about a thin line between you and God. To feel his presence more than usual and that that experience occurs often during a Mars Hill mission trip. I felt God's presence many times during this past week. On Saturday morning, the day we would travel homebound, the first thing I did when I awoke was Google the meaning of a dream about fire. Because I had just woken up from a dream where I had accidentally started a fire at Home Depot. <laughs> but was quickly extinguished by an employee. This is what I found on Google. If you are not afraid of the fire and it is under control or contained in one area, then it is a symbol of your own internal fire and inner transformation. Something old is passing and something new is entering into your life. Your thoughts and views are changing. I can't fully explain how this trip has changed me, but it has, for the better. I experienced many acts of love from friends and strangers. I was partnered up with Herb Shepherd this week, and he did 99% of the driving. He was a great team partner and became a good friend. Also, it was awesome to see the great big smile on the homeowner's face each morning when we arrived to start working on her home. She was so moved by our actions, she handed me a thank you card to show her appreciation of all that we did for her. I am so glad I went this year. It was a great experience. I'm really excited to go back next year. And Herb Shepard is also going to speak. This is Herb's second year going. He went the first year, was not able to, to go last year, but came back this year. So, Herb, if you'll come forward. Good morning. So, I told Chris, I said, have uh, Kathy speak first, because I kind of am a little bit more loose and can ad-lib around so we don't repeat everything. Um, as Chris said, uh, I couldn't go last year because of a schedule conflict, but I went back and uh, have no regrets. Uh, the house we worked on was in Marshall on Big Pine Road. <clears throat> I think we had the specialty of probably being the farthest. It was 21 miles, but because of the windy road, 
<clears throat> there's um, there's no uh, quick way to get there, so it took us like 40 minutes each way to get there, which made it challenging to get back to eat dinner because they closed the dining hall at 6 o'clock. In fact, I'm still wearing the red dining pass that gets me in. I keep looking for a free meal, but I don't think it works in Maryland. <laughs> so uh, the ladies' house that we were working on was uh, Rosetta Worley, and um, <clears throat> her dad built the house she was in. She uh, had lived there since she was 17, and uh, ironically enough, she turned 81 Wednesday of this past week. So we got her a little cake and some flowers and a card and kind of had a little birthday, surprise birthday thing at lunch, which she really appreciated. Um, and uh, what we, we had a five-person crew. We had uh, Scott and uh, Ashley Hoffman, who are the pastors of the Presbyterian Church in Columbia, and then one of their members, B.J. Worthington, who was kind of the team captain who decided what we were going to do and what we weren't going to do. And, um, and then, of course, Kathy and myself. So we had five people. And then on Thursday, Scott and uh, Ashley brought their 12-year-old daughter, and we immediately put her to work staining a cabinet that we bought a new vanity for the kitchen. And so we were teaching her how to use a brush and stain, which is a little challenging. It's not like painting. You've got to get it right or it doesn't look very good. But she really appreciated all the input from Scott. And I helped her somewhat, too. And, you know, they always said they always listen to somebody else rather than us. You know how kids are. You try to coach them, and they're kind of like, oh, Dad. But somebody else does it. They pay attention. Uh, but we did the kitchen. some of the pictures. We did a, a, the rotted-out kitchen floor put in a new vanity. Uh, we had a uh, CHC guy come in who was the, uh, the, the organizers that identify these house, and he helped us with some of the plumbing, which meant climbing under the house. And I'm, I'm dedicated, but I wanted to go under a three-foot crawl space and up in the mountains and uh, like snake land. I said, I'm not going there. So, uh, And we did the bathroom uh, floor and a toilet. Uh, which we wound up installing three times because we had to keep putting it back so she could use it. <clears throat> and then we uh, uh, we uh, put a gutter up on the outside, um, and uh, and we put a new bathroom floor. Ashley's a pro; uh, she's done this so many times. She's she can cut and fit uh, linoleum tile like nobody's business. <clears throat> so. Um, I really enjoy it. Uh, the camaraderie is exceptional. The, 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 the whole organization, uh, the mood is very positive and supportive. Uh, the kids have a great time. It's a beautiful setting. You're up in the mountains. Uh, uh, the, the roads crisscross the French Broad River, which runs through the whole valley. Uh, you saw the whitewater rafting trip that the youth did. Uh, it's just a beautiful venue, and it is cooler than it was here. I heard you guys were fried on Thursday or whatever, but it was much better for us. Um, we did one of the things we saw was we went Thursday night and saw live bluegrass at a little cafe, and I'll just say it was the real deal. And watching the dancers was like a real treat. I mean, they do that mountain dance stuff, and it's it's different. That's all I got to say. Um, I also had the pleasure of being. <coughs> the roommate of Dave Deacon, which is Chris's dad, and I'm still working on an extortion figure to present to Chris to kind of keep, <laughs> keep, keep all these secrets. But he's a very great guy, very capable with a, uh, uh, a skilled, uh, even though he fell and hurt himself, but he's, uh, that happens. Um, so in summary, you know, our mission to serve, for me, 
things like Christmas and April and this allowed me to use my skills to help other people. And I find also uh, emotionally and spiritually, when you get out of your daily routine and you get to an environment that you're not familiar with, it causes you to think and reflect. And all I can say is I would highly recommend it. It's a great experience. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. <laughs> Maybe it's because I don't get a free lunch anymore. <laughs> Herb mentioned their team leader, BJ, and uh, many of you have actually met BJ, although you might not remember it. I didn't remember it. Uh, he wasn't able to go two years ago when Christ Memorial went. He's an older gentleman who, when we had our, our chili cook-off and had some folks from Christ Memorial come and talk about the mission trip, he came and spoke about it. And he told me how touched he was to come and see how integrated our church had come and how essential of a part we were of this mission trip and, and how much it meant to him to have seen us gone from, should we do this, to this is part of our mission. Uh, and, and I heard comments like that from the different churches throughout the week. Uh, if you're at all interested, ask any of us wearing the, the pink hammer shirt. Uh, any questions you feel. It's, uh, we're, we are open books. I've not coached anyone. You know, the, you will get the honest answer, whether it's good or bad. Food wasn't great. Fellowship was wonderful. Uh, so, you know, there, there are the benefits far outweigh the, the drawbacks. And if you're worried that you can't do it, we literally had everyone from ages 18 months to their upper 80s. You saw Sonia with the, her walker. She helped with the, the kids, with the two kids under her walker, walking along with her. And we also had Bill, a, a gentleman who had to use a scooter to get around. So all ability levels, if you don't feel like you're handy enough, as Kathy said, you will get taught. If you're only comfortable with, with small tasks, there are, are small tasks to be done. We have 11-year-olds on these job sites. So I'm willing to bet many of you are more skilled than an 11-year-old. I still remember two years ago teaching Megan how to use a table saw. Uh, and that was the trip that Herb cut his thumb on the same table saw. So she did better than, than he did, if you want to look at it that way. Um, but it's an extremely powerful week. Between the service, the fellowship, and the worship, uh, during my, my sermon on Sunday night, I focused on the theme, Living, Moving, Being, and how we move in God. And during this week, I challenge the people not to be moved because it's such a powerful week. So if you have any interest, please talk to any of us. We'd love to share it with you. But we want to thank the church for supporting this trip. Thank everyone for going. And know that God's work is being done.